Hello everyone and welcome to yet another episode of the Hot Topic with Ant and Danny. I am Ant. And I'm Danny. And this is all about, I've been looking forward to this one, <laughs> it's all about food. Yeah, you do love your food. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I made a jingle for the last one. Yeah. What, what was the jingle? I, I remember. I don't remember. It was a while ago since we recorded that. It's been over a week since the last oh, no. podcast. Um, but I need to, I feel like I need to make a jingle for this one as well. So, ooh, food. Mmm. Okay, and I'll make that into a jingle. Okay, brilliant. We're ready right, to go. You are looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait. Right, so food. Yep. Now, Danielle, we are clearly the two ends of the spectrum yeah, when it comes to that. consuming something very selective, like not meat, and me, <laughs> who will eat pretty much anything. Yeah, pretty much anything. There are some exceptions of food that you don't. Raw tomatoes like. and mushrooms, and most sea fish. Sea fish? Sea fish. Sea, seafood. <laughs> Most, most of the fish, river fish, I will eat. Not a problem. <laughs> Give me a trout any day, but cod can fuck off. Oh, yeah, seafood is a no. Um, but you're completely vegan. I am completely vegan. Not just a little bit vegan. Percent vegan. Hundred percent vegan. Um, How do you do it, mate? Because I can't. I can't. See. Um, no, that's without, not true. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. I know what I'm going to say, but without coming across as um, one of those stereotypical vegans, as we are been branded from from many people, um, I don't really take offence to a lot of the stuff that comes out of people's mouths. It doesn't actually. I should rephrase that. It doesn't come out of anyone's mouth. It comes out of um, on social fingers. on social media you keyboard get, warriors. Yeah, you get fingered with abuse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'd put it quite like that, but um, I would. Yeah, the the can is something that I I I've let go for a long time. Yeah. But if people tell me that they can't live without stuff, I'm like, yeah. that's actually not true. Yeah. What what is happening is you won't live without it, and I'm not disputing that. If people choose to eat meat and dairy, that is their decision, and it's your decision. You eat meat and dairy. Yeah, I know a lot less of. Maybe since I I've been vegan as well. Less, definitely less meat. Almost the dairy is completely out of my diet yeah. because the only the only dairy that's kind of stayed in is whey protein. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, and even I mean, okay, it's been weird over the past month being on lockdown. I've not really had much protein, um, but I, you know, I won't have any milk on cereal i don't drink hot drinks so there's no milk in tea or coffee or anything like yeah. that uh cheese okay the occasional pizza but that's like a once in a blue moon um but yeah no you're you're absolutely right it's not that i i can't oh i can't not eat meat oh i need the meat give it to me um in a not erotic way <laughs> I I won't, and I know that I should. I know that the, the the reducing the intake of any meat, reduce the intake of dairy or go, you know goat's milk or whatever, 
I mean, I, I've seen videos on on Facebook and other social yeah. media of how those animals are treated. They've got they have a shit life. Yeah, and um, they're just they're bred and bred and bred and bred, and they just they're, they just want as many like cows as possible to to milk, and then uh, when, and, when they come to the end, it's it's time to eat them. And it sucks. Yeah. And it's better that this comes from you because when this kind of talk comes from someone that's already made this choice, everyone assumes that we're trying to force this view and this lifestyle onto no. everyone. It's it's not my like it's not my choice whether yeah. or not you become vegan or you become vegetarian or pescatarian or anything. If you can make any changes to stop the animal cruelty that happens from the meat and dairy industry. That helps. Just a reduction helps. If you have meat every single day and you reduce it down to just a couple of days a week, that will significantly help. And not a lot of people are going to... There's a lot of arguments out there as well that will say, oh, well, chickens have to lay eggs. And that's fine. People have their own chickens and maybe lay eggs. And there is occasions where, yeah, in that circumstance, those chickens have potentially been really looked after. And, and if you if they are your own and you... You aren't forcing them to lay yeah, eggs, so that's range. fine. They're, like that is different. I personally wouldn't eat them still now because I've changed my lifestyle and it's. Mm. I've, I've yeah, you're still eating a, a chicken embryo. Yeah, exactly. Something that could have been a chicken. Yeah. Um, but there are a lot of videos that if you dare yourself to watch, I say maybe mm. because it will change your views by these these horrible videos of these baby male chicks and things like that. Um, oh yeah. yeah! So for those of you that I'm, I'm just gonna you're tell, gonna do it. Okay, I wasn't gonna do it. So the one of the videos I saw is when these chicks hatch out of the eggs. Um, they are sexed, so someone will just like lift the, the the butt up and see if they can see if it's a boy or a girl. If it's a boy chicken, they will just put it in this bottomless bucket thing, uh, and then once it gets full of I don't know, say fifty, a hundred baby chicks. They'll just turn and, uh, and it turns out this thing is a blender and it just liquidizes those those little chicks instantly. I mean, the, these chicks are like not even a day old and that's their experience of this this world. Yeah. And that just because of our fucking sucks. For... That's horrible. Yeah, and it's just because of the d demand for these kind of products. And like you said, if, if it's different, if you're raising animals and things like that, but... I'm never going to go back to eating meat. It's not been, mm. it's been quite a long time. Like it's been almost two years since I ate meat. And um, you're an ethical vegan, aren't you? It's not because you don't like the taste of it. Oh yeah, exactly. It's not, it's not like all of a sudden I thought, oh, I don't like meat anymore. That's not it. Mine was like, I started off as strictly about the animals. Yeah. Um, and we did Meat Free May back in 2018. And then it came to being after we'd finished that June and I went back to eating meat and I only had, I think I had one or two meals where I actually contained meat and on that second or third meal, we were actually out for dinner. And it was during that that I physically just couldn't eat it anymore. I was like, I know this is an animal and mm. I really don't want to consume it. So I just stopped and it was, so like almost two years this June, I've not eaten meat. And obviously I went, so I went like 20, eight 29 years eating meat so i can't be on my high horse telling everyone what to do that's not what i'm trying to do now but i've made those changes for me and it's been so much and it's been better for me i have had a better diet then i obviously 
The, thi- the thing merged is... Merged it with health reasons yeah, as well. Even health reasons, ethical reasons, they are the right reasons. Like, mm-hmm. more people should eat less meat. It's also better for the environment. Yeah. It is. And there are, like I said, there's going to be people that say, well, you shouldn't be eating avocados and eating these kind of things because they have um, feelings, whatever, too. Bacteria <laughs> and all this kind of stuff. But... It's also it's not about being. I think it's more of the a perfect vegan. I think that's the expectation yeah. that people have. If you're going to be vegan, you need to be vegan everything all the time, and that's not the case. Like you were jogging the other day, and a fly went in your mouth. <laughs> I know, and, and you're like, cried. no. And yeah. um, you've eaten well, yeah. But like, if you're not vegan, you should please don't judge other people if they are still using. I still have leather handbags and stuff because potentially you don't want to waste stuff. Like me, I'm very much about recycling and reusing and and everything. I don't want to buy like I haven't been clothes shopping in such a long time, like because I I don't want to again add to the the fashion um like landfill that we have going on in the in the world. Well that's the thing. We live in such a disposable sort of uh lifestyle. Yeah. We we'll use it once, we'll throw it away. And uh, our, our consumption of like meat and stuff like that is well. I want this. I want this chicken breast, or I want this beef mince, and I want it as cheap as possible. Yeah. And so the pressure is on the the, the producers, the farmers, to, to do that stuff at the cheapest price and get it out to, yeah. to the people that demand it. If the demand wasn't there, exactly. If the people yeah. said, "Look, I only want like free range chicken. I only want beef." But there's been there has been a big change in the last couple of years since even since I've been vegan, especially the last couple of years with Vegan January, the amount of options that there are um, is increased like tenfold. It's, it's and the demand is there as well, which is which is great because it's really what you want to see. But like I'm not forcing my views on 21. This is my choice. But if you're not vegan, please don't judge other people if they're mm. trying to be and make good choices. What I'm saying, like a lot of I took me. It's taken me a long time to get rid of a lot of my like vegan products, like non-vegan products, like handbags and shoes with leather in and things like that. And it costs a lot more money to buy vegan products. So it takes a long time. You don't want to just get rid of stuff for the sake of it, like I said before. But they're expensive because they're a niche. They're a niche. Yeah. So the more people that demand it, the the lower the production cost, the cheaper it'll be to the end user, which is you. Uh, a couple of things though one there is a company called beyond meat who are they're they're making like synthetic meat would you eat that would you eat the meat that hasn't come from an animal that's been produced in a lab yes or no no interesting i love this is yeah this is something that we have spoken about before um and a lot of people potentially would and i'm i just my personal choice i just wouldn't i don't eat meat anymore in the thought of eating meat now uh, does well, that you, you may not eat meat, but you still like the bone. Right, next segment in uh, in the food show on the hot topic. Oh, oh, I've got a jingle, so I'll just use the jingle again. Here it comes. Insert jingle here. Ooh, food. Mmm. Um, is uh, something that you love when I do. It's eating out. Um, so, what's your favourite place to eat out? Just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just it's gonna a shame that this is a podcast because your face right now is just. It's you're shaking your head, but you love it really. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. I can't take you anywhere. I've got a um, big tongue. Okay, so. What was the question? Because now I've forgotten it. 
because <laughs> your mind's in the gutter, you dirty girl. Um, eating out. So, well, obviously, we 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 can't go to. Uh, I say we can't. We 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 go to the the restaurants that cater more for yourself. Uh, Liverpool's got a really good kind of yeah. There's some amazing restaurant places. scene, and across a lot of the big cities, especially up and down the UK, there's some great restaurants. And I know that. Um, Sometimes. Oh, you set up an Instagram because you yeah. you were on the road a lot doing a recruitment for Tui, who we used to work for. And whilst you were doing that, you were yeah, vegan. I was just sharing. I know there are a couple of apps that do it anyway, but there was just it was a way to um, share the menus of places, and it was it was it was really good during that during that time. It's kind of it's kind of faded off now because now I'm not traveling because when we was traveling, we had to eat out every meal between Tuesday and um, Friday for dinner. And so it was a lot of food eating out. And it was great to see the choices of different places. And some people have different views on this being vegan. Um, uh, like contributing to big mass chains that also have a lot of meat being served from them. But this is just for me personally. But again, it it's about creating a, a demand for it, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. But it was me personally. I'm limit I've limited my um contribution to this industry now so um i hadn't really thought about it on a wider scale so much um just what difference could i make but there are quite a few good chains that have there's a lot of places now that you can eat but like liverpool has some really niche um vegetarian and vegan only places um that we've been to a couple of times um i'll liverpool. name them right now there's that one um that does the big mac pizza thing that's veggie republic veggie republic that's a brilliant place if anyone has never been there and you're maybe like potentially thinking about being being vegetarian it's it's like junk food but it's amazing like yeah. it's incredible burgers and you love it and you obviously you're not vegan yeah I'll, i'm, I'm there what that's one of the places i'm happy to go to because mm. the, the the food tastes you know sometimes with vegan stuff they the the the, the quality, quality of the, of the, the meat, yeah. The fake product. The, the texture is, of the food, the, what's yeah. it called? The mouthfeel of what you're yeah. eating. It doesn't quite kind of match yeah. what what the, the what I think it should. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, Ve Veggie Republic is great for that. Um, another one is Down the Hatch. Yeah, it's a great place. Le yeah, I love that place. They do great desserts and cocktails. Really good milkshakes and stuff, don't they? Yeah. Get, check out their Instagram. We should, I should have had a look at this beforehand um, to see what their Instagram Actually, was. Actually, if, if you live just... in the city, they're still Down the Hatch and stuff are still delivering right now. Brilliant. Um, oh, we were a bit far out to get that, but they are, yeah, they are still delivering. And then there's um, the Indian I, place. I don't know how to pronounce it, so I don't want to say it wrong. Um... It's like sass, sass something, Sarah, or something like that. Sass something, sass. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, but I'm, I can't remember the name of it. But that that's incredible. That place, and we've been there like as a whole family as well, yeah. haven't we? Um, it took, and, I actually went there with Lee and oh yeah, Jill. Of course. Um, yeah, and it was um, it's really nice. Yeah, it's really good in there. The naan breads like size of a small child. Yeah, yeah, massive garlic naan. That was brilliant. Um, just thinking about that though, uh, talking about Lee and Jill, it reminds me of. Um, so, first of all, question: If you're in a restaurant and you get uh, there's something wrong with your food, and the waiter comes over and says, "Everything all right with your food?" If it's not, there's something that's not right on your plate. Would yeah. you go, "Oh no, could you change this?" Or would you be like, "Yep, yeah, no, everything's fine," and then just crack on with your meal? No, I couldn't leave it. I'd have to say. 
I like I've notoriously been the one to be like calling people over if my food's not right. Yeah. I'm never rude. Um but I'm not willing to pay for something that I really actually not I'm not even not enjoying. It's missing something or it's just not up to if I've been there before potentially it's not up to standard. I've done yeah. this before where you've like said this isn't kind of what I was expecting yeah. as it changed. Well, it is a thing. So we, me and Lee went for a pub lunch somewhere. We had a, like a roast. We each had a roast. Each had the same thing. And um, they, they they come out in a, in a reasonable time. Uh, but Lee's gravy came out like um, like a mug of tea. Like it was like brown water. There was right. no, nothing to it at all. And he gets it and he pours out and he goes, ah, oh, it's gravy shit. It's like brown, you know, he said the same thing. It's like yeah. brown water. Um, uh, this is ridiculous. I'm, I paid extra for this gravy. You would pay for extra for a large gravy. Right. Um, the waiter comes back to do a check back. Just say, oh, everything all right with your food, guys? Uh, and Lee went, yep, everything, everything's great. <laughs> I went, oh, hey, oh, hold on, hold on, Lee. No, no, no. You were just complaining for about two minutes there that your gravy was dead watery. You're not going to tell the lad. <laughs> And Lee looked at me like like I was a fucking bogey in an omelette or something. Um, and I was like, well, if you're getting bad gravy, this is not your good gravy. You can't say, you'll sort your gravy out. Yeah. But Lee was like, no, never complain about food. Never complain about food because I'll go away and fucking wanking it or something like that. You, you hear stories about... You know. Yeah, but unless unless you're being really unreasonable or you was rude, like after working in hospitality, you know that nothing happens to your food when they remake it. Um, it's just, you're just causing, if you're just causing aggro for the sake of it, then that's annoying. But also what's more, what is more frustrating is if people don't say stuff, then they go on social media and like, just like rip okay. it out of yeah, you and being like... This place was shit. This food, I this is no, I what not what I ordered, or it came out wrong, and they didn't do anything to fix it. But you're like, well, you, I didn't know you needed anything to be fixed because you didn't tell me. Yeah. If you're in a busy restaurant, you're looking after like loads of tables, and you do check backs, and everyone goes, oh, everything's fine. Yeah. How are you supposed to know? Like you're not mine. Yeah, and then and then they'll be like, oh, the food was shit. It's like, well, why didn't you say anything while you were there? Yeah. Yeah. Unless, right, unless the review it. says the, the food was shit, I complained and it wasn't sorted. Like, yeah. okay, fine, you've got yeah, a point there. Then, yeah. then go to social media. Don't just sit there, eat whatever comes out. If it's you, two bites in and you're like, oh, this isn't what I thought it would be. This yeah. this isn't, it's too grisly. There's not enough of this or that. Yeah. Tell your servant, they'll sort it out. Yeah. Like we, okay, I've, I've worked in everywhere from like, that does the, the pub food yeah. to the, the fast kind of, um, I don't know, gastro, you know, Roxy Ballroom, let's yeah. name it. I've, I've worked there and I've worked, we, we have worked in the high end, like yeah. the, the Alberts in, in Standish. And um, every single one of those places, if uh, someone as says this food's not quite right, just take it back. And, yeah, so, and that's across the spectrum. I don't know where this kind of fear of yeah getting, don't don't complain about yeah. the people that handle your food don't, don't be a dick to people that handle your food yeah. well you can say this isn't yeah. right mate could you sort it out for me and they'll sort it out for you yeah but, a lot of the time it's just it's an the, honest mistake someone might be missing yeah it's the karens that'll snap their fingers and go hey um this this is this is shit take yeah. it back and make me a new lobster and you're like all right karen yeah i don't know what i do really miss eating out when we're talking about food and stuff, I really miss going out for food. Yeah. I can't wait to what's go the, to... What's the first restaurant you're going to go to after this lockdown finishes? I can't decide. 
five because I want to go to all the three that we've already named, but I also need a Wagamama's in my life. Uh, because, well, do you know what? Um, yes, like Katsu Curry is just. If you are serious about your life, you would do all four in one day. Maybe I will. Oh, I don't think I could eat that much food. I could. <laughs> I definitely could. <laughs> like, I know. Oh, I'm looking forward to eating out, but I really don't think I could eat that much food. Mm. Like, not like you could. I've got a large appetite. Mm. I, do you know what, though? It comes from the gym. Like, if I if I don't do my heavy lifting... Yeah, exactly, I'm because I'm not as active. Just day-to-day, -day, like, still doing some workouts, still yeah. doing walking and things and yoga and that, but it's not enough to really build much of an appetite like we would be on our feet yeah. at work or whatever. At my last weigh-in, I was 112 kilos, which isn't great. I need to, like... About 20 kilos of that is just pure fat. And that's from this fucking lockdown. <laughs> I've been actually quite good on this lockdown. I haven't really overeaten, but I have less of an appetite because I'm not doing as much. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's true for everyone. Yeah. Everyone's just kind of staying home. I haven't done 10,000 steps in God knows how long. Same, yeah. Made a lot of uh, breakfast food, though, for just random times in the day. Love breakfast food. I hate it. Hey, breakfast food. Pancakes and waffles. So because we've been on, on lockdown and quarantine from COVID-19, um, we have, or more, I'm going to say this has been mostly you on this. Yeah. Um, been doing a lot of home cooking. Yes. Baking, um, cakes. You've done donuts. Yeah. Accidental pancakes. Waffles. <laughs> Accidental pancakes is because when I was trying to use the new, I've made pancakes a lot, but trying to um, use the new waffle maker that we brought, which is um, thirty quid from Home and Bargain. B and M. B and M. Um, and it's a free, free in one. So you can do paninis, toasties, and waffles. and waffles. But it was a bit of a disaster. The waffles just did not take. But I think it's because I was using the wrong flour. So I tried new flour and it was better because trying to get hold of self-raising flour currently is just impossible everywhere is sold out yeah because everyone's baking Every, i think everyone is just making what, just what baking. you're making yeah, yeah cakes spread and a lot of um and a lot of because obviously when i bake stuff i'll make it so i can eat it so it's um got no dairy in it that i don't really use but i don't know why but very few recipes have self-raising flour but then all of a sudden everything that i wanted to make wanted self-raising flour so i've just had to kind of like i wanted to make scones but then i just didn't, scones didn't have any self-raising flour so they didn't turn out i tried to make them with a different flour but it just didn't work um very well still got eaten but it wasn't wasn't as good as they could have been um but yeah we've made um well you actually helped me make a lemon drizzle yeah, I think I did like, all of that. You didn't do all of it. See, I... I needed you for the lemons. I can't... squeezing. Yeah. <laughs> Squeeze this for me. <laughs> I tell you what, that lemon had no juice left in it afterwards. It didn't, and then how tangy was the lemon drizzle cake? Yeah, maybe it's... <laughs> I squeezed the lemon a little too hard, if you know what I mean. Now, that implies I peed in the cake. I didn't pee in the cake. Yeah, no, you didn't. Or did I? You did not. I was there the whole time. I could have done a stealth pee. You couldn't have. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> we're, about to, we're about to go into some territory there about my peeing habits. 
I can't pee in a urinal. You cannot. No, you have pee anxiety. Yeah. Performance anxiety. Yeah, it's per- yeah. it's performance anxiety. For peeing. When 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 peeing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a weird sidetrack. I know we're supposed to be talking about food, so let's get. <laughs> <laughs> so what um what tell everyone what food that you cook most regularly. Um, instant noodles. That is what you cook. All I have the it time. for breakfast, lunch, and and sometimes dinner. Yeah, you made a little song earlier, didn't you? About your noodles. I can't remember what it was now. It was um, noodles for breakfast, noodles for brunch, no lunch, noodles for dinner, and noodles for brunch. I eat noodles because they are, and it says like noodles Good. are sweet. Yeah, neat. Neat. And I eat noodles because I think they're sweet. Yeah, that was a good song, mate. I sometimes I'll just break out into a song. You will, yeah. You love a little song. I will sing it. You'll be impressed, <laughs> uh, and then it's just forgotten. Yeah. But some of it's really good quality stuff. Sometimes, like the one that we've recorded, that's going to be released soon. Oh, just as a little plug there for yes. everyone. Yes. See, we I could we could do a little clip here. Let's not do a little clip. Little, here. I'm going to do a little tiny clip. Okay, go on then. Twenty twenty. New song by Ant and Danny. I'm Ant. I'm Danny. I see you watching across the kitchen. I know you want me. Okay, well that that was it. I'm gonna put obviously the, the clip has played. If you and I, it hasn't. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But we 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 know what it sounds like because we, we were in it. We'll give him. A, we'll we'll have, I'll give him a little cheeky ten seconds of that. Okay. But we need to still make a music video for That's it. That's true. Yeah, we do need to do that. Yeah, but um, your favorite noodles have run out, haven't they? And you're reluctant yeah. to go shopping. Ah, oh, so the Costco. these Costco have these bowls basically. And it's by a fella called Mr. Noodles, mm-hmm. and uh, which is fortunate. He could have done anything with his life. Could have done. But amazingly, a, a quirk of fate, he became a noodle maker. There we go. He could have thought it. He could have made cars, clothes. Just thought he'd stick to the original. He's like, his dad was like, <laughs> listen, my son. You're making a noodle like the family has always made. And he did. Yeah, he did. He's from Birmingham. Mm-hmm. That's I'm just not good at accents. Right. Anyway, um, kimchi noodles. Um, Costco. You can get a, like a stack of 12 for eight quid, I think. £8.50. And they are just like God. Delightful, are they? In your mouth. <laughs> Close your eyes, open your mouth, and let God just come in your mouth through the noodles. What is with you on this episode? Oh no, you've oh oh no, I see what you thought there. Oh no no I no no. See what oh you are there. you are filthy. No, no, I'm talking about the taste of these noodles is yeah. like God entering your body. Okay. God is entering you in the mouth. I don't know if that's better. Mm, well, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so you like noodles? Yeah, but because I mean they are just basically blocks of carbohydrate. Yeah. So I've every so often I make you eat a bit of fruit and veg. Yeah, I had a smoothie <laughs> this morning. That was very nice. I know. I made you a nice little uh, smoothie slash milkshake. <laughs> but I am getting a bit of a bit of chunk going on, aren't I? The belly. Yeah, slightly. I'm working on my Buddha. Um, what are you going for? Go. Yeah. 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 
At the end of quarantine, I'm going to come out and there'll be statues of me and I'll be like, oh, well, that's Buddha. <laughs> that's exactly what Buddha looks but like. But you have now. like a bit of a, uh, it's like a, we both have a bit of a difficult relationship with dieting though. And I think that's I a big part of food. Yeah. Like there's a lot of things that like people I think that have been, that have dieted in the past, I imagine that there are, because I've been going through it during lockdown and going through a very similar thing um, of not wanting to overeat. And so on occasions, there's been days where I've probably not eaten enough because I there is that fear from we've both been on our own kind of weight loss slash fitness journeys like uh, got two years ago. I can't remember when I started mine my, from from initially around 2011. Fourth of January 2013, I on that day said I'm not going to be a fat slob anymore. Yeah, well, mine I only really started when I was a couple of years, yeah, a couple of years into being quite heavily overweight and I was already doing the job overseas, but I was working in Turkey and it got to a point where it was just becoming increasingly more difficult to be overweight because it was so hot all the time. Mm. And it was getting bad on my on my joints and everything because you're act so active, but I was carrying all this extra weight. So I just decided to do something about it. And I came back that's that winter and everyone was just like, Oh my god! I'd lost. I think I must have lost nearly three stone in that in that summer. Good. Yeah. So just, I think dieting is easier when you're single because you are just sorting yourself out. Yeah. I think because we're married. We'll do like food for each other. Yeah. We're not portion it. Like I, if you leave food, I'll be like, well, that's extra food for me. That's true. It's but it's worse for you because. Obviously, any food that I make, maybe bulk make, mm. is, is normally healthy food anyway. Yeah. It's, only, it's on a rare occasion that we go out to somewhere and eat junk food. Mm. I'd still potentially go out somewhere and eat something healthy. It's just on the odd occasion, I might fancy a pizza or um, like a vegetable burger or a, like something like that. But before, when I was obviously still eating meat and stuff, we would eat big portions. But mm. when, the whole time we've been together, we have been fairly active. But like, I do agree that when you've only got yourself to think about it, it is a little easier to focus. Yeah. But I just think anyone that's trying to diet now, just don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah. Because it's a really difficult time at the best. Because your natural activity levels have dropped. So yeah. you're not burning those calories. Your boredom is yeah. the enemy of weight gain because yeah if you can weight loss even it's the enemy of weight loss because yeah. you're going to gain weight because you're bored and you think let's grab a packet of crisps let's just grab a chocolate bar yeah and it's not so much about it'll be like don't beat yourself up if you eat yeah. a little bit more than you norm like then then you think on that day oh i've eaten like more chocolate than i normally would if you can try and replace that with a, like 15 minutes of exercise, if you're doing none at the moment, you don't need a lot of space just to do something that's going to get your heart rate up 15 minutes and you'll, you will feel better. Yeah, let's go for a walk around the block. Yeah, go Quiet for a walk. walk around the block. Just but, in, but if you're worried about being self-conscious and doing fitness and like starting running or anything like that, mm. you can just do something like not so intense in your house. Well, that, that, that's, I think, a, a good... Uh, segue into what will be the next podcast we'll talk more about fitness yeah. on the next episode uh, but for now unfortunately we have run out of time Danny as always thank you very much for being a guest on my show me I am not a guest on your show this is our podcast stop doing that to me it's the uh, hot topic with Ant 
I'm Danny. Yeah, you keep adding that. I don't no, know where that comes from. <laughs> See you next time, guys. Bye. Thank you.